Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, uh, the project to read through the Bible in a year. And we have made our way into the book of First Chronicles, and we are uh, going to be doing uh, four chapters today and for the next uh, few days. And we're going to begin this morning in First Chronicles chapter 13. So we'll be doing chapters 13, 14, 15, and 16 uh, this morning. And uh, our kind of point of emphasis will be found in First uh, Chronicles chapter 13 beginning in verse 5. And so uh, uh, we continue with the uh, chroniclers, I guess would be the word, uh, the writer of the book of Chronicles account of the, uh, the reign of King David. And uh, they are prepared now uh, for the ark uh, to, be, uh, to be moved, uh, to be brought uh, to, this, uh, uh, to the city of David, to be brought to Jerusalem. And so uh, uh, they are making preparations there in chapter 13. And we'll come back to that episode in just a moment. Uh, chapter 14. Uh, tells us uh, a bit about uh, uh, David's wives and uh, his, uh, his children. And um, uh, certainly uh, we know the, already know the tragic story of uh, David's uh, family uh, life. And, and while certainly in some sense David uh, was the idyllic king, uh, we can also see the, the storm clouds gathering around his house uh, that are going to prove problematic in, in the years and, and even in the generations uh, to come. Uh, we see uh, further accounts of the exploits of David, his victories, and then ultimately of uh, the uh, uh, ark uh, being uh, brought uh, to Jerusalem. And uh, chapter 15 closes with the, the note of Saul's daughter, David's wife, uh, Michael, uh, criticizing David uh, for his exuberance, for his dancing uh, before uh, the ark, and uh, that she uh, despised David, thought he was uh, uh, being uh, uh, just uh, too, too, had gone too far in his celeb celebration. And so, uh, so uh, the, this writer says she despised him in her heart. Uh, in the uh, parallel account, uh, we find that uh, she was never, never able to bear children uh, after this uh, event, and so uh, God brought a curse upon her. And so the, the ark uh, arrives in Jerusalem, and we see the, the end of chapter 16 uh, with a, uh, a psalm, uh, a, a David's song of celebration uh, for God's faithfulness, for this great symbol of his presence uh, of his uh, promise uh, to bless the nation having arrived at its designated uh, place. And so let's go back uh, to chapter 13 and uh, an account that is uh, again uh, paralleled in, in 2 Samuel chapter uh, 6 and uh, it is one of those places in the Bible that many people would come to and, and, and scratch their heads a, a bit uh, but I think if we see it within the, uh, the context of the uh, overarching revelation of God and the, the revelation of God of himself, uh, we can certainly see uh, why uh, God acted uh, as he did. So uh, let's, let's read beginning uh, in verse 5 of First Chronicles uh, chapter 13. 
So David assembled all Israel from the Nile of Egypt to Lebo Hamath to bring the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim. And David and all of Israel went up to Balah, that is Kiriath-Jerim, that belongs to Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name of the Lord, who sits enthroned above the cherubim. And they carried the ark on a new cart from the house of Abimadab, and Uzzah and Ahio were driving the cart. And David and all of Israel were celebrating before God uh, with all their might, with songs, with song and lyres and harps and tambourines and cymbals and trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of uh, Kadon, Uzzah uh, put out his hand uh, to take hold of the ark for uh, the oxen stumbled and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah and he struck him down because he put out his hand to the ark and he died there before God. And David was angry because the Lord had broken out against Uzzah and that place has caused Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day and he said, how can I bring the ark of God home to me? And so David did not take the ark home into the city of David, but took it aside to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the household of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that he had. And so, uh, again, uh, God is, is doing what he had promised to do. Uh, he is uh, in somewhat symbolizing and uh, uh, putting into motion the fulfillment of his promise to dwell among his people. And so this reality of this particular uh, piece of furniture, the Ark of the Covenant, a, a box that was gold-plated, uh, that uh, the... Uh, 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 Ten Commandments had been placed in, uh, a jar of manna, Aaron's rod had been uh, placed in it, uh, and uh, uh, it was there uh, that the ark remained uh, within the Holy of Holies and on the top of the ark, which is called the mercy seat, uh, the blood was sprinkled on the Day of Atonement uh, so that God would uh, pass over uh, the sins of Israel, their violation of that very uh, a set of commandments that was encased in that box. And so uh, God was said to dwell between the wings of the cherubim uh, that overshadowed uh, this golden box. And so the first thing that we would note is whether they were ignorant or whether they ignored God's command, uh, the ark was, uh, there was a particular way that God prescribed uh, for the ark to be moved and a particular people. Namely, the Levites were to move the ark on poles. Well, they chose to uh, put the ark on a cart and uh, when uh, something happened to cause uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the ox that was pulling uh, the, uh, uh, the ark to, to stumble, uh, it looked like the, the, uh, the ark would be dumped out on the ground. Uh, 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 Uzzah uh, did uh, the wrong thing for the right reason. Uh, in it, I'm, I'm sure he thought that he was doing uh, the right thing, but it was the wrong thing. And, and uh, so they set themselves up for failure, either for ignoring or being ignorant of God's prescription for the way this was to be handled. And then uh, they presumed uh, that it was better uh, that the hand of a sinful man uh, touch uh, this ark to keep it from uh, falling uh, to, to the ground. And so uh, God displays himself as, as holy. 
God displays himself as one that is to be feared. We're told here that, that uh, David was angry and, and he had a great fear of God. And so uh, in, in, in certainly some sense, uh, that, that's a good thing in, in, in that uh, men should live in fear of a holy God. And in his holiness, uh, all transgressions must be appropriately dealt with. And so there, there are several things about this, I think, that uh, uh, maybe uh, cause us to look forward uh, to the work of our Lord Jesus Christ in that the, the holy demands of God, that which uh, was uh, personified in the ritual surrounding the Ark of the Covenant on the Day of Atonement was all fulfilled in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that is, uh, we no longer sprinkle blood on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant, uh, that the effective blood of Jesus Christ was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. But we are to always remember uh, that indeed uh, God is a holy God and he even under the new covenant uh, he has called us uh, uh, to, to be holy, to remember that he is uh, the holy God and that we should be holy in all uh, that we do. And so while a, a tragic episode, uh, it was an episode that, that emphatically stated to David and the nation uh, that God's command and, and the reality of the presence of God is nothing to be trifled with, that indeed he is a holy God uh, that dwells in their midst. And uh, he is still uh, our holy God as the new covenant people of God, those that have been forgiven by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, he is still uh, our holy God. And he, uh, while we, we serve him uh, with joy and admiration and love, uh, we are to remember also uh, that he is a God that is serious uh, in regards to calling his people to, to holiness, to faithfulness, to obedience. And so I pray that this is a blessing uh, to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.